Welcome to News on Base, this is Dylan. Hey, it's Landon. Mike. And tonight we have returning... Jeff. Jeff. What's Jeff's back. <laughs> What's up, Jeff? Welcome back, uh, Jeff. Jeff's on drums. He couldn't resist coming back and playing drums some more. Um, so what's up, guys? How's everybody doing? Everybody doing good? Everybody chilling? Yeah, everybody, everybody good. Solid? Yep. We were just talking about playing stuff half step down. So yeah. you guys can hear it because you're making a bunch of noise. I tried playing that <laughs> in re- regular standard, but singing it's so much harder. You know, because you have to bring everything up oh, high. Yeah. That's that the man who sold the world. Who knows? Not me. With the yeah. man who's so, oh, are you having an awesome problem? Yeah, I was having a <laughs> Mike's floating around in Mike, your face. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering why your mouth was open like that. You're just like, ah. <laughs> <It's stupid. laughs> uh, oh man. So uh have I got anything new? Mike. Oh, oh let's start out oh. with what you opened with. Oh, okay, yeah. Totally just jumping right past this. Okay, so tonight the intro was played on a Cozart twelve string stratocaster. Through the Vox, uh, Super Beetle. Uh, no effect. I didn't use any effects. Uh, but even though I am plugged up to something tasty that Jeff brought tonight, I'm really excited about. Um, tasty. And uh, yeah, man, this is a Cozart 12-string, man. These are cheap as dirt, man. This one was $60. Was Cozart the brand of acoustic guitars that you had me looking at? Yeah, well, no, I didn't. I wouldn't send anybody to the their acoustics. They what were terrible. That? Court. I'm thinking court. court. Yeah, Never mind. court. Yeah, no, Cozart, they do these um, a lot of like kit um, things, like kit builds, you know? Oh, so, right. like, um, and there's some guy in Mississippi that sells these, and I don't know if he's just building them and finishing them and then selling them. I have no idea. But he sells them under the Cozart brand and um, also under the King brand name, which is ironic for me and that. But uh, he sells them under the King brand name, and um, they are terrible guitars. I would really? not recommend them to anybody well, in this world. What's bad about them? Because that uh, sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, okay, so I did a lot to this thing to even make it playable because um, it wasn't playable when I got it. Uh, here comes Luthier. Well, not Luthier as much as it is just like just trying to figure it out because um, – I had I've had two Cozarts. The first one I had was like a like a Firebird, like 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 a reverse Firebird thing. It looked like a Fano. I yeah, bought it yeah. for seventy bucks. I was really excited because I was like, oh, that's badass for seventy bucks. Right. The pickups on it are absolutely dog shit. Pickups. Really? Oh, they sound terrible. So did you just man. throw some new ones in there? Where were no, they? What no, kind of it wasn't even worth doing anything to it, man. I, uh, dude, they were just some random piece of crap Chinese. Like they just sound terrible. I mean, microphonic is all good out. I mean, I could talk. In the room, just normal, and it would come through the pickups. What was the I layout? Was it just all singles? No, two humbuckers and like two tone, two volume. But they were like the worst like tone and volume pots you've ever seen. That were tiny little bead things. I mean, yeah. it was like something you would see in like a radio or something. You know, like really crappy good for, parts. Good for low five vocals. Oh man, great for lo-fi, but I mean, yeah, and you put distortion on it, and it just screamed. But uh, yeah, it, that's exactly what it was for, honestly. But um, we had a mic called the POS. Yeah, yeah that was that was yeah. that's what everyone needed. That guitar like, was the yeah. POS. Yeah, yeah, totally. And um, that it was such a bad guitar though. Like no matter what I did to it, I could not get it to intonate. So like something was off measurement wise. The frets were just terrible. It was the worst fret job I've ever seen in my life. Everything about it was terrible. It looked beautiful. Absolutely. What does that guitar. mean? In, intonate. It means where when you would fret it, it would fret out, or it would be in the wrong note. As you go up the neck, it yeah. doesn't stay in key. So exactly. It's sharper flat as you go up and down. Exactly. Oh, weird. So you yeah. play a key in first. I mean, it's chord in first progression plays great. Go up yeah. to fifth or seventh fret. Sounds like you haven't even tuned the guitar. Exactly. Wow, dude. Yeah. So it was just a terrible guitar. 
Um, I took it to a store and I had got it just playable enough for them to strum it and say, "Oh yeah, this is awesome." And I was like, "Great, you can buy it from me then." So I sold it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, right there. What a Dylan deal. <laughs> yeah. Door open, both exactly. ways. Before they strummed another car. Exactly, yeah. I was like, please buy it before you don't plug it up. Just buy like, it. That F-port sounded really good, <laughs> don't right? Don't plug it up. Don't go past the seventh fret. Don't go past the seventh fret. Don't, <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, just, just go. Just go with us. It's good. It's a good guitar. Uh, it was in great condition with the case. But anyway, this one I bought, um, same way, man. It's Cozart. You can't expect much for what it is, but if you're ever wanting a 12-string and you're not wanting to spend the 12-string prices because a 12-string electric will cost you a pretty penny no matter what brand you look at, and there's very few of them out there, and they're hard to come by. And when you do find them, like if there's like maybe two humbuckers, I'm not looking for a 12 string with humbucker tones. I'm looking for a 12 string with single coil tones. So I can get that Rickenbacker kind of like jangle sound, you know? So, um, yeah, I went for the Cozart and, um, found one, like I said, 60 bucks. I think it was maybe 80 bucks. I made an offer and got it for 60. That yeah. one? Yeah. Nice. And, um, came to me, the strings had pulled the neck completely forward to about maybe two inches forward from what it is now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've done a lot of work to this thing. Um, Jeff, give me an eye. Like, holy crap! Yeah, this it thing looks good, man. Thanks, man. It's got some wonky. Yeah, this guitar is a piece of junk. Yeah, um, uh, it's got some finish weird places. Like, there's humps in the finish. Yeah, like, just like it, this one. Kind of like that one, but like these are like humps, man. It's really weird. Like over here, it's crazy humps and stuff. But and it's still it's playable. And uh, shockingly enough, they do finish the neck. They don't give you like a satin neck or anything. Um, and, I mean, for what it is... That's kind of personal. It's one <laughs> Yeah. Telling you to touch your hump over here. <laughs> How many pods have we done? Look, 40, look 43 that, together? Look at that defect. <laughs> look at that defect. <laughs> <laughs> We've done 43 tours together on the Who's On Bass podcast. You know? Yeah. You, <laughs> you can hump, touch my hump. You got humps on that thing, man. You need to check that out, bro. <laughs> she sounds good, though. Look at those lovely lady lumps. <laughs> lovely lady lumps. <laughs> But anyway, um, so yeah. Looking at my Janet. <laughs> I uh, I picked this up tonight though. <laughs> I picked this up because of you. You brought your uh, your brand new your brand new toy, man. What what do you have here, man? Tell us all about it. I want to hear about this thing. All right, so Mike has got some stories. I got this. Um, all right, so I returned the groat. You guys heard that podcast? If you haven't, I think it's called "My Groat Hurts." Go back and look at it. <laughs> yeah. That was a send off for what Dylan dubbed the Purple People Eater. <laughs> yeah, I got ridiculed mercilessly for that thing. And I'll tell you what, no that. shame. I loved that. I loved it so much. The only problem with it was that it sat in a room for like overnight and got a little cold, and then like a fret raised, and it was like I had yeah. just gotten it. I was like, "There's, I'm not holding on to it. I just got it. If this is a problem that's going to happen immediately, then down the line, it's not going to be worth holding on to." The sad part is, it's probably fine now because it's hot again, so it probably sit right back in there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just not something I'm willing to like deal with you know yeah. not to mention they released the wood finish um groats after that which are beautiful guitars man if i would have seen that i would have went for it yeah totally the, the reason i got the purple one was because i thought he had a blue one and i was like oh i can't get the <laughs> same thing done one, dude well yeah he had yeah. red one and a burst one so yeah, i'm man. sad about that but hey prince had it you know he had the purple guitar purple. i don't blame him purple any hoodles i uh took <laughs> that money from the return and I went to go get um, Glary. a Glary guitar. I was right. like, listen, Dylan, I was like, I need something cheap that I could just take around and beat up. I don't have to worry about it. I have that Les Paul. I took it out of the house one time, and it got a ding in it. And I was like, oh, cool, man. I told you. All right. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I need. Things are good, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> not when you spend that care. much money. <laughs> I mean, maybe over time, you know. <laughs> but 
I was going to go get the Glary, and Dylan immediately told me, well, no, if you're going to get that, get this. And then he started playing this game where he's like, well, if you're going to get that, then get this. But if you're going to get that, then you should get this. And I'm like, what is going on, dude? I'm, I'm here to help you guys get the most bang for your buck. Because if it's anything I know how to do, I can get a deal, man. He's a buck banger, that's get, for sure. Uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> so he buck banged his way over to this this guitar series that I hadn't heard of called the Stag Line. And he's like, yeah. he's like listen, dude, the guitar is for Chevelle plays the stag. That's all it took for you. And I was like, mm, I like Chevelle, man. And I was like, if if he can hold his own with that guitar, I'll give it a try, man. And if it's cheap, why not? You know? So we looked at one and he happened to find one on Reverb that was this natural finish. And it's the SES 60 natural. And it was so pretty. I immediately was like, gotta have it. I uh I think it retailed he was selling it for one ninety nine. One ninety nine. So I threw him an offer and he said no. And I threw him some more offers, and he just kept declining. There was no talk. I was like, yeah. hey, man, I got to get a strap. Hey, man, I got to get a case for this thing, too, you know? Like, what's going on? No leeway. Dropped it to 175 and then after tax, I got it. 199 uh, It was like, I think, 180 somewhere high, 180 yeah, yeah, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love this thing, dude. It it's awesome, dude. It's, it's way prettier in person than it is in pictures, yeah, dude, I got to say. Gorgeous. Did you see the neck? So Look, show show landed the neck on this thing. A little dude. bit about it is that it's got a roasted Ooh. neck, which I didn't even know they did. Roasted neck and a, with a satin finish, on and it feels real nice. Two hundred dollar guitar. Touch it. Touch it. Touch that thing. I like it. the way it feels. Oh. Better in the humps, right? Asymmetrical oh, yeah. C-shaped neck. So it's That's it's gorgeous. thicker. It's thicker on the bass end than it is on the treble end on the neck. How cool is that? That's pretty sweet, dude. That's a premium neck. On so, a two hundred dollar guitar, it's awesome. It's got a single in the neck, single in the mid, and a humbucker at the bridge. It's got five different little five ways. Boop, it's a Stratocaster. Boop, boop, boop. And it's a fat strat. A pull pot. Yeah. Pop. Push pull for that humbucker. Yeah, yeah. Right. So listening to on the bridge humbucker, and then I pull the pot, and it just if come back up. Hold on, I have sweaty hands. You you made Jonah mad about this, man. <laughs> Don't worry, Jonah. I got you. There we go. Let's see. Now oh, listen yeah. how much thinner that gets. It's a lot thinner. You also turn your volume down by accident. No, it's... it's oh, is it up? Oh, yep. your guitar is turned down on the amp thing. It's a cool guitar, man. I love it, dude. It sounds like a Strat. I mean... But it's funny. I was just thinking on the way down here, like, how cool, like, uh, like an HSS Strat would be. There yeah. it is right there. It is pretty dope. Yeah. And then... What's I didn't that? Realize, I didn't HSS. Realize, humbucker single single. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. HSS. You guys um, in your fancy, fancy yeah, letter configurations. If you ever look at like pedals and stuff, they'll say this this pedal will sound better doing SSS guitar or an HSS yeah. <laughs> or an HSH guitar or an HH <laughs> or an HH or an H. Yeah. Or a P90. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, which in Mike case is my favorite yeah p90 i love p90s yeah man it's great so going back to the whole tone yeah. talk yeah, um, talk. a lot of what dylan has i feel like has a specific tone and this strat really leans into that you know the nice high bright and well uh, it's just a it's a jammer i have a fender kind of tone i, I got a lot of jangly things in here that's for sure um i hear that jingle jingle yeah. <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> Other than Everybody that, knows what that is. Playing guitar again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. On the uh, on the stag, I got a new um, strap, guitar strap. I just oh. got an Ernie Ball strap. Just got one of those uh, Rebel straps from the guy that sells used panties. Oh yeah, you got one from him. I don't know if it was him specifically because I yeah. looked through his stuff and I didn't see it up there. And I was Did like, you hear that oh. episode, Jeff? Publicly oh, shamed man. on the podcast, and he was like. So. Oh. I bought a strap. Yeah I, yeah, I wasn't here for that one, but I listened to it. Yeah. And I, I remember listening to it in my earbuds at work, and I was like, 
Yeah. Oh. I bought a strap for my guy, right? I bought a guitar strap. It was a leather strap, and um, what was I'm, missing off the strap? Apparently, <laughs> after this story, I was looking through what I was wanting another one from this same guy because I got it for like six bucks. So I was like, oh, that's cool. I was scrolling through his eBay listings, right? And he had a set of five used pregnancy panties. <laughs> this guy was making uh, dollars. Yeah, he had a couple of sets of panties that he was trying to sell on eBay. Pretty gross. Oh, uh, needless to say, I didn't buy anything. What he didn't tell you and what the people listening to the podcast couldn't see was Dylan was like, well, I got a red one. And then put it down, Whatever, and dude. I got a white one. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it used to be white anyway. Nah, man, you guys are gross, man. <laughs> you guys are gross. So, get nah, back to my strap. I got this strap from Guitar Center, and there's a sweet story behind this one. Like, those aren't nicotine stains, I promise. What's funny Sorry. is that uh, he was thinking of these zingers <laughs> since last week. I know, just holding man. on to the babies. <laughs> you guys really get me on <laughs> okay so yeah you have some guitar center stories man okay so i know about the d'angelico you got you got to tell this story dude because this is this is an epic i think we broke jeff by the way <laughs> yeah just like you're just like i want to throw up i mean like, oh no i touched that strap oh no where is the strap oh yeah let's see uh give her a whiff man this, yeah. this awesome rebel <laughs> You notice it is not on a guitar at this moment. Has it went through the proper sanitation? <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> now they're just it was packaged. In the hell with COVID. You yeah. Sanitize for other things. <laughs> yeah, for real. All right, man. All right, <laughs> yeah. So here we go to the guitar story. center story. Besides this, um, I've been. If you listen to the Mike on Rogue episode, I did the send off for the Martin Goya. And was talking about buying a new acoustic guitar. So I originally was looking at a Breedlove, and I love this company, and they look like beautiful guitars. I played one not that long ago. I dig them. They're awesome. The uh, concerts are a little bright, but, I mean, if you throw some new strings on there and kind of dull the sound a little bit, I think it'd be perfect. The build's perfect. Um, they're eco-friendly. And the Concertos, which I really want, are like their versions of Dreadnoughts. Sounds so good, man. Yeah, they're cool. Well, unfortunately, they're also expensive. Yeah. Here's a talk I would like to have with you, uh, you mofos, is that <laughs> what's considered an affordable guitar apparently is $500 at the starting point. I don't yeah. know which one of you rich people started that thing, but that's You not have right. an affordable guitar strapped to you right now. I, I have, have one strapped to me. Landon has one set in his lap. That's my argument. Is like, insane, I feel like dude. the affordable guitar should be under 200 right? Yeah. 500 to start for an affordable guitar is ridiculous. I can tell you right now, okay? The people who are buying, or people who say that that affordable guitar is $349, that's just the people who are wanting to spend the money so they can say, hey, I spent the money on this. You don't have to. There is plenty of really amazing guitars out there that are not Gibson, that are not Fender brand, they're not, you know, Martin or whatever, that are great guitars for under that price. And if you want to spend a little bit more premium price and get a much more premium instrument that's perfectly fine but you can go up to 500 and get a thousand dollar quality guitar just by spending 500 bucks i mean you do not have to go so are you saying that prices. 500 is a start of where everything becomes just a teeny bits better like yeah hardly even noticeable yeah so you're getting the very high quality yeah because if that. you pick up any of these squires in here that I have these classic vibe series squires and you pick up any fender like classic player which is roughly what 800 bucks 800 give or take yeah. yeah 800 bucks for a classic player strat versus a classic vibe strat 
they're going to play freaking identical, man. They play so similar. It's well, here's ridiculous. the other thing, though, is that the, that starting limit for electric instruments, I yeah. feel like, is completely different from acoustic instruments. Well, uh, okay, so I explained this to you a little bit. There is a different build in acoustics. So you got bracing and things that make a, an acoustic a whole different beast. And there's a certain amount of luthier workmanship that goes into an acoustic that does not go into an electric. There, there's magic that goes into There the is a lot of magic. I recorded guitars that cost six or $7,000. Yeah. And when in the recording pro pro process, there is a difference. Which reminds yeah. me, if but you what guys... What we're talking about here yeah. of, of playability and sounding good, Yeah, you're, you're right. But, yeah. but when you get, you have to spend 10 times as much to go just a little further, yeah. you know, but to, to the certain people, that's what they want, you know? Yeah. People that have that money, you know, that's what I'm saying. It's like at a certain point, it's not worth it unless you have money. So yeah. Professionals, you know right. what I mean? so, but yeah. you can get lucky and like, okay. So for instance, there was just, there used to be this luthier that lived in, in uh rural hall, which is in Winston-Salem area. Um, and he, his name was Ray Lynch. Okay, he made we're, Lynch. We're still in Nebraska, though. Yeah, we're still in Nebraska, by the way. But, uh, yeah, so this guy's name was <laughs> Ray Lynch, okay? And he was this old Louisier guy. And I think his son still builds guitars. Um, but it, Lynch guitars, you can find them online. Um, he he hand-built everything in his garage, pretty much, right? I would say his guitars roughly should probably have cost it four to $5,000 easily. Right, because I mean, he used materials that you can't even get, like illegal materials. I mean, like he had actual tortoise shell pickguards. I mean, that's pretty freaking hard to find. But um, he had some awesome stuff. He built the most amazing acoustics. Sounds amazing. I mean, the bracing that he did in. Wait, what's which, the time frame in this? Uh, not that long ago. I think he's, I think he might have passed on, but his son still builds. I'm pretty gotcha. sure. Um, but his guitars. This is an amazing thing. He was selling them for 400 500 bucks. Jeez. They should have been way more expensive, but he just was building it for the fun of it. So you can get lucky and find luthiers out there that just do it for, you know, the love of building an instrument. But also, you got to understand, today's market, wood is at a all-time high price. You are not going to find any kind of instrument right now for the kind of prices that you're wanting to find, especially from a premium brand. Brands like Glary, they're buying stuff that is literally crap i mean they're behind pallets that have been <laughs> torn apart and put back together to make guitars out of these things are total junk but doesn't mean that they're not playable guitars they are playable guitars in comparison to what they had in the 60s and the 70s in that price range these are way more playable you know what i'm saying so if you buy a glary it's gonna be 10 times more playable than my barkley over there you know what i mean and that's what would have been out in that time period that would have been that same kind of quality what you have here, though, this is a $200 guitar that you have in your hands now, this Stag. That thing is easily a value of at least 600 bucks. with oh, yeah. how awesome it is in features. And I'll be honest with you, comparing it to my Epi, like, man, I feel like I like it just as much, if not a little bit more, depending on what like I'm playing. It you know? It's yeah. so cool, dude. But anyway, okay. So, the Breedlove, the Breedlove, you, you, you ended up... Going for a D'Angelico Guitar Center special. Yeah, hold on a second. So let me let me tell the story here. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. I, I don't, don't tell my story. All right, I got in stuff. on that. I got in on the cheap stuff. So sorry. there's this thing about being Dylan's friend where he'll be like, "Oh, are you in the market for a guitar? Let me get you what you need, what you didn't know you needed, right?" So he'd be throwing so all different types of brands at me, and I'm I'm asking him, learning about this stuff, and I'm like, first it started with the Court. Yep. He's like, "You should check out Court, man. These are really quality guitars." So I'm going through them, and I'm like. Well, let me learn about this before I go spend money on something I don't even know about. So I watched a whole bunch of videos, and it came down to the Court Regal, which is a beautiful acoustic. It has a real good, solid sound to it. I like that Dreadnought um, low-end, and that's like their version of it. And 
The unfortunate thing for that is that starts at $400. Yes. It's not bad. It's $100 less than what's considered the standard. Still expensive. I don't have that type of cheese, you know? No. So I'm like, all right, moving on. Well, he sent this other one to me, and it was the D'Angelico. And he's like, yeah. these are fancy guitars, man. Fancy guitars. He's like, look up their guitars. They're fancy, you know? So I, fancy. I did. I looked up the guitars and like, they're, as far as their electric guitars go, pretty fancy, man. They're fancy as all get out. The headstock on every every guitar they make is pretty fancy. It's that New York glitz kind of fancy, you know. It's, it's pretty cool. They're a cool brand. Right, and I think... Um, it's your one chance with fancy. You don't let me down, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was two guys that uh, re-kicked that D'Angelico. I think they took it, right? And then they yeah. restarted it up and one of them's really running with it. But I seen that they had an acoustic guitar... For uh, at Guitar Center, for two nineteen, it was eighty eighty dollars off. I was like, I seen it. And I sent it to you. I was like, did you? <laughs> yeah. No, I think I looked. I found. Did that you one. find that one? Yeah, oh, I'm pretty okay. sure I found okay. that one. Yeah. I think I but you, you put me on the trail, yeah, yeah. and I went on Guitar Center yeah, yeah. and seen that. So uh, it was a Gray Mercer, and it was a CS um, Guitar Center exclusive, and it was it was a really nice guitar. It had laminate mahogany on the sides and on the back, um, and the front had this like kind of like off black finish. Well. I decided to go with it. I was like, yeah, 219 it's a $300 guitar, it's on sale, why not? I'm going to make this purchase. Totally. So I get it, they send it out, it comes to me. I'm geeked. I rip open the box, I take it out, I'm about, to, I'm about to head out to the gym, but I'm like, let me look this thing over real quick. I look it over, the front looks real good, the side looks real good, I flip it over to the back. It looks like somebody punched the back of it and just broke a huge chunk of it, right? <laughs> so I was like, no what is this, you know? So I was like, yeah. shoot. I called Guitar Center and I was like, hey. Um, I just got this. I got this offline. It got to me. It's broken. It's like, oh man, I was really sorry to hear about that. If you bring it over here, we can ship it back out to you and we can get you a new one. We'll just put it on a, a gift card and just have it resent to your house. Yeah. It's like, all right, well, we'll do that. So I get over there and I'm like working myself up. I'm a little irritated. 30 minutes out to Guitar Center. It's going to be 30 minutes back. I'd already had plans to do a whole bunch of stuff. So I get there. I give them the guitar. They bring it up. And I was like, what's your policy on inconvenience? Cause I didn't plan on driving an hour out here, you know? He's like, well, we can get you some strings or something, you know? I was like, I don't need strings. Let's come with Dia Darius. I told him. I said, you need to work these guys. They screwed you. You need to work them over. Get something from them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so check this out. See he's if like, you can get a pedal out of this mic. <laughs> well, yeah, dude. He's like, there's not much I could do for you. This thing was already on sale, you know? And I was like, whatever, man. So he's like, well, I just got to process this. You go ahead and look around, and uh, I'll come and grab you when we're ready. So I go to the acoustic room. I start fiddling around with breed loves, and I'm like, man, dude, I love a breed love. If only it wasn't so expensive, you know? <laughs> Guy come and gets me. We go to walk out, and he's like, have you decided if you wanted to take anything home? And I was like, I guess I'll do some strings. I don't know what else I'm going to do. You know, I have everything else. Well, I see his straps uh, all sitting there, guitar straps. I was like, hey, I was like, actually, can I have a guitar strap? So like, as long as it's not one of those really expensive, like $80 leather ones, I was like, deal. So I found one for 50 bucks. It wasn't leather. And they gave me a fifty dollars strap right here. So this is new. It came with the, with a stag, right? So they put the order in, right? Yeah. Three days later, the acoustic gets to my house. And I'm like, yes, dude. So I pull it out of the box, man. I'm like a little kid. It's Christmas, right? Pull it out. Flip it over the back. Nothing's wrong with it. I was like, thank you, man. I look at the sides. Look good. Go to the front. Oh, the front has a huge chip missing out of it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? 
I was like, what is going on? I looked at the box. I'm flipping the box around. I came from UPS, and I'm like, there's no footprints on this. There's no holes in this thing. Oh I was like, God. so this was damaged when they sent it to me. It's like somebody hit it with a hammer, then put it in the box. Yeah, yeah you know? Like, so I, at this point, I'm, I'm a little fuming. He sends me I sent him. A, <laughs> I sent Dylan a picture. I was like, look at this, dude. So Dylan, oh man, <laughs> Dylan was just like, geez, oh Pete. So he calls me and he's like, listen, man, he's like, you got to get on these guys' butt and then you got to talk to them. You got to tell them like, they're going to have to give you something uh, different. You should get an exchange. So he's in my corner. He's rubbing my shoulders. He's working me up. He's like, you, you don't give these guys any leeway, man. He's like, don't give them no room. He's like, let them know. So I call Guitar Mike Center. Said, cut me, Mick, cut me. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> so I call customer service and I'm like, hey, you guys sent me this acoustic and it was broken. I was like, please I ship it out. Like, tell me you want like full good cop, bad cop on them. Like you come in soft <laughs> right. and then hit them later. Like <laughs> it was kind of like that, right? So I was like, you guys sent me a new one. I was like, and this one's damaged too. And I was like, it's the the box isn't messed up. It wasn't damaged in transit. I was like, these things were pre-damaged. I was like, I'm pretty sure you're giving me used damaged guitars and just sending them out to me. I was like, I just got a stag that came from China or Belgium to the LA. And then went from LA to Florida before they shipped it to me. And I was like, and it came in within a box, within a box with packing, nothing wrong with it. I was like, you guys are one state over and you sent me acoustic two times and it's broken, you know? She told me like three or four times, like, well, we can reprocess it and we can just send you a new one. I was like, at this point, I don't want a new one, you know? I was like, you don't understand. I was like, you guys are sending me new ones and they're broken. So I was like, do you have um, like a supervisor I can talk to? So I get the supervisor on the phone. And I explained that to her, and she tells me like two or three times same thing. So at the end of that, I was just like, "What do you? What can you guys even do?" You know, I was like, "All you can do for customer service is just take my package and then send me a new one." You know, she's like, "Yeah, I mean, that's really all we can do." You know, I was like, "Well, I'm not sure I want one anymore." I was like, "I'd rather just get like an exchange or a refund." So she's like, "Well, we can do that. Do you have anything in mind?" I was like, "For what?" She's like, "For an exchange." And I was like. I want to breathe love. So she's like, she laughed and she like got on there and started looking up and I was like, let me grab my iPad real quick. So I get on my iPad and I'm typing in breed love in guitar center, uh, com, And I seen the first breed love was on sales for a uh, $400 guitar. And it was on sale for three forty seven. I was like, now hear me out. I was like, this guitar is, I realize it's two nineteen, but it retails for two ninety nine. So it's a $300 yep. guitar. Yep. So I was like, this one's on sale for three forty seven. I was like, I don't feel like that's that far off, you know? Yeah. She's like, well, fifty dollars roughly. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just yeah. not even that bad, right? So, she was like, well, you did, you bought this guitar for two nineteen. I was like, but it retails for two ninety nine. <laughs> I was like, also, let's take into consideration the fact that you guys sent me a damaged guitar. I had to drive an hour to and fro to drop it off, and then you guys sent me another damaged guitar. And I was like, and there's no markings on the box. It wasn't damaged in transit. You guys are just sending me broken stuff. I was like, come on. Like, you guys are Guitar Center, you know? I was like, this was going to go on a podcast. I was going to do a demo <laughs> on this thing, you know? Yeah. Well. Who's on bass, by the way? Who's on like, bass podcast? This is a supervisor, so she don't have to talk to any other, any other people in here over higher up. She's like, well, let me see what I can do for you. So she dropped the price all the way to two thirty seven, which was $4 more than what I paid for the... Awesome. The Angelico for the breed love for yeah. the breed love four dollars more than I paid for the D'Angelico and tax. So I paid her twenty bucks. So like yeah, about twenty bucks, and they're shipping it out. She's yeah, like, well, awesome. we're waiting on breed love to send these over here, so we gotta wait till like May eighth, and they're building some guitars. They're gonna ship them over here, and then we'll send it to you after that. So they're gonna send me a brand new guitar from Breed Love being built 
as we speak. Yeah. The moral of the story is just go ahead and spend more money and get what you really want. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, dude. No. It was worth getting two broken guitars. The moral of the story is that's a Dylan deal, deal, right? That's there. a Dylan deal, man. But you had to eat two yeah. shit sandwiches. He I, did. He did have yeah. to eat two sandwiches. But hey, man. But like, at the end, it was served with a steak. Who knew? Yeah. Who knew? You saved 150 bucks, basically. That's, that's on a guitar. Killer, I still have that shit taste in my mouth, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. What's funny is that Dylan had told me, he said, don't get anything from musician friend. And I was like, why? He's like, well, they're in cahoots with Guitar Center, and they're notorious for sending people demo guitars or, like, damaged guitars. It's a big thing going on right now. Really? Yeah, musician's friend. If you buy from musician's friend, turns out they are getting stock from Guitar Center. So if there is a demo guitar in a Guitar Center that hasn't been sold in a long time, and you just happen to want that guitar on musician's friend, chances are you're going to get that demo guitar. Kind of sucks. It's been a thing on a lot of forums recently. People are sending back guitars like crazy. But it makes for a killer deal market. If you're looking for a, like a B-stock or something guitar that's got a little nick on it, hell yeah, dude. You look up Musician's Friend, they got a ton of them right now from where people got to send these things back, you know? So return market is beautiful right now. I bet. So, yeah, I've, I've never ordered anything from Musician's Friend. I have from... I guess I guess I haven't. I, I get their stuff in the you, mail. You probably have a reverb, maybe or something. I don't know what I did, but I know, um, and I've ordered stuff through Guitar Center online, but I've never went through the Sweetwater routine. Really? Everybody, everybody, I love Sweetwater. Super, super highly of Sweetwater. The coolest, the coolest but, thing to me about Sweetwater, honestly, is if you call and talk to them, they'll give you awesome deals. That's one awesome thing. The other awesome thing is they send you bags of candy. And if you're really, if you're really sweet to them, if you're really if you sweet talk these guys, and they say anything else I can do for you, be like throw me a couple extra, uh, you know, <laughs> something something in those, in those box. Yeah, they have sent me a bag full of candy before. That's <laughs> so funny. Dude. My wife loves it. That's <laughs> awesome. I'm a really big fan of the tissue rolls. Can you just yeah? An extra couple oh my there? my wife loves the fireballs, you know, and, oh, and yeah. so and that's could, that's something they sent. So that hey, I that's not even that's something they dope. sent. This John that he was talking to is like Laura. I'm taking this. Whoop, steals her candy and just dumps it in there. Dude, it's it's pretty dope. That's a pretty cool thing. But um, yeah, man, Sweetwater's a good route to go um, for new stuff for sure. I like Sweetwater more than I do any of them when it comes to you know that kind of thing. Like Zounds is great, but Zounds is also kind of like um, kind of like a an aftermarket kind of thing. So they get they get stuff that's also you know kind of been floating around. Um, doesn't mean that they I got swear bad by stuff. Zounds, man. Zounds Everything awesome. I've got from there. They have great payments, you know, plans Fun and stuff. Fact about one of my purchases from Zounds. Well, which one? What you get? I bought um, a JHS Kodiak. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, What's trim- that? The it's a tremolo uh, with like a tap tempo control and everything. Yeah, yeah. Got it out of the box. Serial number two. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, you got yeah. that. Yeah. So like it was the second one they made. At, or at least, I mean, I guess after prototypes and everything else. You didn't even but, play it? You yeah. just framed it and put it on your wall? No, I played through it, and then I put it back in the box very gingerly after cleaning it off. And Landon has a pedal collection yes. and, a, and, a, and a problem. Yeah, there's not a 12-step program. I've said that before, but it should be. I didn't put it back in the box and put it on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. tucked it away in the back so it, it doesn't get dusty. I wiped the fingerprints off of it so it's mint. Nice. That's, Imagine uh, that's a problem. Got, that's a problem. Got a masturbation station. <laughs> yeah. A totem of Scarlett Johansson with petals all around it. <laughs> <laughs> Mike knows from experience. 
Wow, <laughs> wow. I told you that in confidence, man. Je- Jeff on drums. <laughs> 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 Scar Joe and Wawa's. Wow, wow. Has anybody else got anything new? Other than. <laughs> you guys are stupid, man. Anything, anybody else got anything new? Jeff, did you buy a drum kit? <laughs> Looking at one now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, I know you talked a little bit about it earlier to me. You got the bug, maybe, huh? Yeah, maybe electronic drums. That's the smartest way to go, man. Long way since. Well, yeah, and you can like you can get bigger builds, and you can add on to them too. You can get those pads. You know, remember when Kiss used to play with those pads, and they would just add them onto the regular drum set. So you could still like build a drum set and then incorporate your electronic drums. There's just so much. What I was looking at was only eight grand. (laughs) Can make a recommendation? Pretty cheap. Can make a recommendation. Okay, these are these are this is a cool set that you should. He totally said, I got one upstairs. This is the, the one you want. I loaded, I loaded it in his car before you got here. <laughs> <laughs> it's in his car at this particular moment. Um, the recommendation though is um, for a small acoustic drum kit, right? The Ludwig Questlove kits. Those are cool looking kits. They're, They're small. Well, you gotta have both. So. The electronics just for convenience. This thing, need to have a regular kit. This thing's awesome, though. It's like a quarter of the size of this. Mm-hmm. Oh. And very small, fit in a corner real easy, right? But they sound huge. Hey, does your cousin still have that Gretsch kit? No, he saw it. Oh, did he sell it? Yeah, I had a cousin. I was, was going to say, because that, that was a beautiful kit. Yeah, but it was also humongous. He had My cousin had a Gretsch kit that had a bass drum that was like three of these bass drums stacked basically it's, uh, it's the yeah. biggest freaking bass drum you've ever seen in your whole entire life yeah Look, it was just yeah. huge and when you dude it sounded like a cannon nine boom you know just like <laughs> you couldn't get away from it you know such a big tone the one thing is i'm excited to see what the transition is going to be like if you do start practicing on an electric drum set from not playing for so long to see like how that transfers over to this drum set you know i don't know too many people nope. The people that I know that played electric drum sets usually just brought them and plugged them, plugged them up to an amp, you know? Yeah. So they never made that transition like yeah. that. Back when I was in this, the the feel of the electric drums had not come to where it is now. The materials weren't there, so it never really felt like playing drums. Right. And, from and what, what I'm reading, the stick rebound and now they yeah. got that. Um, so and then sonically, the the, the 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 layered samples and everything, yeah, um, is there. I right. Mean, it's, it's, I was doing uh, samples like this back in the 90s, uh, envisioning building this kind of stuff, you know. Um, I was telling Dylan I would put like 16 mics on a drum kit, on a five-piece drum kit when I'm I'm mic'd up. So three sets of rooms, three mics on a snare drum, double mic toms, you know, overheads too. And then the the, the new thing, I mean, you've got all the, the layers of the different dynamic, and then you got all of that overhead room mic blend, not not reverb natural room and it's just that's what i envisioned in my head when i was doing a lot of multi-track recording we were trying to to build that and then i got out of business right and uh the technology quite wasn't quite there back then the sampling the 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 memory was really expensive i can't remember our pro tools rig the 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 memory was just like thousands of dollars that you can just pick up for nothing now yeah you know ram and that's that's true too man i mean in the computer world the moment that solid state drives dropped to like a hundred or less, it was just like, oh yeah, we've we're here, you know, like you've come a long way. And he said the same thing about like the line six. He's like, dude, digital sound has come a long way. And the last time I had one as a Spider Four was like 12, 13 years ago. 
He's like, it's a different monster now. You know, yeah, it's true. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. That's got to be the fast ram. That's the thing that's come. The speed and the, all the, the latency and stuff is all gone now. And the the, the, yeah. the how much it's thinking about trying to create these sounds where it's right. accurate. And I think there's um, a quality there too. You know, like that's just like better. Everything's better. All of it's up because like the Spider Four, you could hear like undertones. You know, and like that's gone now. That digital signal is still right. there. It's or like digital footprint. The, yeah, like. digital footprint is the best yeah. way to say it. I think it's it's cleaner. You know? yeah. I will say, though, the, the drum kit that I loaded in your car earlier, Jeff, um, do not let it discourage you from electric drum kits. It is <laughs> a piece of crap. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? I forgot. Yeah, you remember that thing. Don't let it discourage you. Um, it is old. And, uh, yeah. So, But, yeah, that's uh, that's that for that, man. Um yeah, I'm still on my streak of not buying anything, so I'm proud of myself. Uh, yeah, I knew you could do it. He'll never yeah. buy another thing ever again. Uh, it's going on two weeks now, so I'm real happy. I'm proud of myself. It's a big achievement. Been cleaning off the reverb for two weeks. It's, been, it's an achievement, man. Two it's more weeks and I'll get my first chip. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I'm all in for those tokens, man. All those tokens, brother. But uh, They are yeah. not redeemable. <laughs> for skee-ball at Chuck E. Cheese. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You might you might can get like a spider ring out of it or something. You know, I have been looking at skee-ball tables actually recently. Uh, a real deal <laughs> skee-ball table. Um, yeah, that, was, that was not a plan. Segue, yeah. I promise. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Dang, man, come on. Practicing <laughs> my skateboard form, my Me and my wife yeah. are uh, talking about um, for upstairs. No, I think. Dude. Yeah, no, you can pick that guy up if you want to. Jeez, oh, it's a Slimer, squishy Slimer. Yeah, ain't it cool. That's, that's awesome, ain't cool. it? Yeah. Oh, does his eyes come out? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, really. Healthy. Yeah, give him a real good squish. Ooh, that's but, weird. Got him yeah. a good squish. We're just playing with toys in here tonight. So we're adults. Well, guys, um, we're coming up on 40 minutes here, and I'll be honest with you, I just want to get into jamming tonight more than anything, because um, I don't have a whole lot to talk about, guys. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't got to play hardly any, um, like, the things I've gotten to play on have been slim to none. Um, I've got to play a little bit on my Dorchester the other day, so I'm going to rock out on it later tonight, and because um, I'm excited to... I don't think I've ever really talked about the Dorchester much on the podcast. So. No, you have so many guitars. Like I've said, you've only played maybe four of them. <laughs> That's fair to say. Yeah. We did a fair, we did a roll call the other day. Roll he call. has like, how many? 50, 50 something? No, no. It's not no, we many. have 50 something, right? No, Two, four, no six, it's okay. We won't have to count them on eight, the podcast. It's okay. We can do that 10, later. 20. Yeah, it's okay. 16, We're doing our own like Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These yeah, numbers that uh, these numbers, these there. numbers that uh, Mike are making are all fake. Everybody, everybody listening, these are not real numbers. Mike's just pulling your leg Listen, right there's, now. There's something Jeez, that, Mike. Jeez, Mike. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> there's something that follows the. I'm not going to buy any more guitars. Hey, everybody. Mike clean. lives at. <laughs> 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 well, what are we yeah, but anyway, yeah, no, it's not. It's you know, in excess of I even count the one in your hand. A lot of unplayable guitars. How about that? We'll just say a lot of unplayable guitars, and uh, you know, a one squeaky drum throne. That's what we got. <laughs> the squeakiest of squeaky drum thrones. <laughs> It's all right, though. It's all right. It's from Landon. It's all from Landon. Yeah, I told him, I it's all from Landon, man. I was in Guitar Center the other day. He has more guitars than Guitar Center right now. Well, it's because Guitar Center sucks, okay? <laughs> that poor Guitar Center, man, it's going under. I'm, I can't help it, but 
Um, well, guys, uh, wait like before we do the sign off. Yeah. Let's go through everything real quick. Uh, what are we doing? What are we doing? Email. Oh yeah, go ahead. Talk about the email. Um, who's base Ed. podcast? Who's yeah. base podcast? W H O S base podcast. No spaces. No no special characters. At gmail. gmail. And also possibly look forward to a Twitter and a YouTube. Yeah. Sweet. Mike is wanting to get this into the YouTube world. Yeah. Dylan's like, uh, I don't know if I... I was like, shut up, dude. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll just say, I have a face for radio, and <laughs> we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's true. But we'll get shame likes, you know? <laughs> yeah. like, oh, God. Did you say shame likes? Shame likes. <laughs> I'm going to play... Like, you look like dude. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going to play video and... I'm gonna play video in slow motion with like one of those sad animal videos, dude. And I'm gonna get Santa on there. And they'll be like, it took like 10 seconds. There's a homeless man that plays guitar near you. Please donate to our channel. Dude, you guys are crazy, man. So you didn't even talk about this flanger down here. Not yet, not yet, man. Uh, I was gonna talk about the jam. No, no, dude, the jam segment is. You wanna talk about it now? Alright, let's talk about it. So, Jeff, you tonight, you did bring a DOD. 670 flanger this thing is the classic four knob flanger i'm thinking late 70s it's got to be at least 78 79 um on this guy because it's got the the big power switch on it um plug up let's hear it can i talk, I'm gonna plug it up here let's see it by the way we're still going through the 12 string so it's gonna sound real kooky crazy flanger at all. I think it makes it sound too weird, but also don't know if 12 strings really go with flangers too well, but pick one up behind you and replug it in. It'll take two seconds. It sounds so cool though. I love a classic flanger because they're not as harsh as new ones, you know? So you get to really just... Some cool toms, man. Sounds awesome. I dig it a lot. It's um, it's but, but real different. Twelve string gives a Leslie kind of thing going on. Yeah, yeah, it definitely has a little bit of a Leslie feel to it. Um, 
it's awesome, man. I, I, it's, it is very subtle, and I know I can really crank it if I really want to, but it also has that really weird, like, it gets, it has almost an out-of-tune sound to it. Yeah, so that's yeah. what is what's nice. Yeah, it's definitely nice. oscillating in a whole different kind of way, and I, I really dig it. Uh, like I have a boss flanger, um, and it's just, just it's just a different bird, you know. So um, this being a classic flanger, I mean, this is like what you would hear on like Yellow albums. You'd hear this on you know Van Halen albums, any album from that time period that would use a flanger. It was either this or an MXR or a Mutron. I mean, that's just what it would be. Can, you know? mm-hmm. can we listen so. to it on another guitar? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to plug up the Dorchester so we can hear like some humbuckers with it. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Some of this is, I think a lot of this older stuff is transistor-based instead of there's like no chips in it. Yeah. And that makes a big difference even though it's still electronic. It's a different, it's yeah. a different and there's more uh, discrete components. Yeah. Even though even the 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 newer pedals even aren't that aren't digital, or um, it's just old transistors are just different. You know, they just they had different like um, oh gosh, I can't think of what they called uh, values, different values to the transistor and like how how much you know actual circuit was going through. A lot of this stuff has germanium transistors instead of the silicon. I love germanium. They're inefficient for computers, yeah. but for the, whoever discovered it, so they, they sound great. But also, at that time period... I made a fuzz pedal way back when. With germanium using geraniums? Yeah. Dude, I would love to hear that. And it's gone. I don't even know <sighs> where it was. My favorite thing is a germanium. It was a solid-state amp, but I built the front end with a little fuzz thing. I built an amp with a 12-inch speaker. And then somewhere in all the moves and stuff, yeah. it just disappeared. I have no oh idea what it was. Wow. What yeah. a bummer. That would like be awesome. caps. Y'all were talking about caps. What was that? Was, that, was, that was a... What? We're talking, talking about caps? About, yeah, it was on a podcast. Was, yeah. That, that wasn't on. You were talking about caps like blowing you up. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. in this thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were getting passed Yeah, yeah, yeah. That big round and that tall. Yeah. Two of them. This thing's got a capacitor and it's like every bit that long. <laughs> it's like, it's like just, holy crap. Stick your yeah, yeah, and watching my eyeballs light up. <laughs> yeah, no things. <laughs> but yeah, there's a different philosophy to those pedals that, um, and, and more expensive to make too. They're know. cool. I mean, yeah. this so, this one in particular, like, a DODs from this time period is awesome. I have a DOD overdrive from this time period, and um, the DOD two fifty overdrive, and it it's kooky. It's got some issues, but. One of the coolest, like, preamp, you know, awesome overdrives out there. Um, guys, um, I'm going to use this during the during the plan tonight. Um, okay. If you guys want to go ahead, though, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. We're at a good 46 minutes here. I'm going to end it. We're going to go ahead and get into jamming, though, man, because I'm, like, I'm just Jones on the jam tonight, to be honest with you. So, guys, this has been Who's on Bass. Uh, check us out in the jam episode. We're going to go ahead and get to that started now. And, uh, yeah, catch us there. We'll see you See you soon. Bye.